Alrighty, so I have never been more hurt after an LSU loss than what I just witnessed. I'm not going to give you a let's go at the beginning. I'm sorry. I know a lot of you look forward to that. It's I, I've started every live stream with that. I have never been more hurt. It's It's been a while. It's been a while since I felt a pit like this in my stomach. There are so many different things that we have to discuss tonight. Obviously, that is the worst defensive performance I have ever seen. And we have to have a serious conversation about Matt House tonight. Okay? Not tomorrow. Tonight. Okay? Um... Let me start off with the ending because everyone's going to talk about the ending. And, and obviously, we're going to talk about the defense and all of that. Brian Kelly is an outside-the-box thinker, okay? I have no idea why he decided to punt the football in plus territory there. This is the second straight week that LSU has been in this situation. The second the second straight week, okay? Colorado State did this versus Colorado. It drives me crazy. If you're going to punt the football in plus territory and you're going to take the delay a game penalty anyway, try to draw them off sides. Try to draw them off sides. They jumped one time. They jumped one time already in the game. Horrible. That is horrible. And I would feel a little bit more sympathetic if that did not happen last week versus Arkansas. It was a fourth and 11 in plus territory. You tried to draw them off sides, and then you could get a potentially long field goal, or, or you could just go for it. It is fourth and eight. Our defense has not stopped anybody. They have not stopped anybody. And they all, all they needed was a field goal. I don't care if it's fourth and eight. You go for it. You go for it. You go for that. Okay, now, is Brian Kelly the biggest person to blame for this loss? No, it is Matt House. Okay, it is Matt House. But you go for it. Let the offense decide the game. Like last year versus Arkansas, we didn't make the best analytical decision to punt the football back, but our defense was playing better than our offense. We let our defense decide the game. Bad decision. Bad decision. Horrible decision. I am starting to rethink every single person on the defensive staff. Starting to rethink everything. Everything. This is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. Okay? We have talked about the football IQ. Our defense does not play with good football IQ. They, they, do, they do the craziest things. It's like they don't want to tackle. We were not giving the best effort we possibly could give on that final drive. Guys were just loafing. 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 Put someone else in there. Our playoff tonight got ruined. This is awful. This is awful. This is awful. Okay? So let me start by saying this. This is not just on us. Lane Kiffin finally beat someone that is actually good. Give Lane Kiffin a lot of credit. 
He was a better coach tonight. He outclassed us. He outsmarted us. He was better. He was better than us. He was better than us. They were better defensively, as crazy as that sounds. They were better offensively. They were more aggressive. And by the way, they were better than us on special teams. The squib. What the heck is that squib? Furious. Furious. Wasted all of all that work. Wasted. Wasted because our guys don't know how to play when it matters the most. We wasted one of the legendary quarterback performances ever. Ever. We wasted it. All that hard work that Jaden put into his game. And we, we've, on, on, me included, we've been hammering him. Hammering him. Don't underthrow receivers. Guess what he didn't do tonight? He did not throw under underthrow a single receiver. We wasted a golden LSU quarterback performance. Golden! Wasted it! He almost bailed us out! God bless! What are we thinking? This is awful. This is so awful. And I'm normally not hot take yelling guy. It's just not me. It's just not me. But we were up by nine. Nine! There was not as there really wasn't an inch of my body thinking that we were going to lose this game. But on fourth and short, we had him dead to rights. They're running direct snap to Quinshawn Judkins. You know what he's not going to do? You know what he's not? He's not going to throw it. So every single person needs to be selling out. We are there to make a play, and guess what? We don't make a play. Don't make a play. Okay. Now. As many of you know, we're going to have a film study tomorrow. It's going to be so brutal. It is going to be no hope. Now, I'm not I'm not sparing anybody tomorrow. Anybody. I love this team so much. I love everybody in that locker room so freaking much. If you play for LSU, I collect your car. I do everything. But God bless. This one is going to sting. It's going to sting worse than Texas A&M last year. It's going to sting worse than Georgia last year. It's going to sting worse than Tennessee coming into our building and beating the crap out of us. That hurt. That hurts so deep. Hurts so freaking deep. Okay? And look, the Ed Orgeron defenses were so bad because they ran man coverage on every snap. We Everybody knew what they were doing. That's an excuse. This is actually a... These are rational people coaching this defense. And that happened tonight. It happened tonight. You witnessed this. God bless. What a freaking game by Jaden Daniels. Now some positives. Jaden was great. BTJ was great. O-line was great. Lots, lots of game balls to be given out. None on the defense. I'm trying to think of anybody on defense. I, I guess Zion Alexander had a really good game tonight. He honestly did. All things considered. Thought Wood Weeks did some good things. Now, Gary. You, oh, you, oh, you're telling me to chill right now? Is that what you're going to do? I've never even seen you before, Gary Bow. Never even seen you. And you're not even, you're not even bold enough to put your own face on the freaking thing. You're telling me to chill? Is that what you're going to do? 
Uh-uh. You, you've never showed up to my channel before, and you're going to tell me to chill? Get the F out of here, dude. I'm, I'm throwing blocks tonight, man. I'm throwing effing blocks tonight. Don't come at me saying chill. Don't come at me saying chill. Okay? Don't come at me like that. We shouldn't be losing to Ole Miss like that. You should, you should never lose when your quarterback plays a perfect game. And Jaden was near perfect tonight. I swear, near perfect. RG3 said it. The only incompletions were drops. The only incompletions were drops tonight. Okay? I will tell you this. Hand, hand to God. Hand to God. I'll say this about Jaden. I promise we'll get to all these super chats. I'm going to answer them deeply from the bottom of my heart. I've watched more Jaden than practically anybody. Okay? Outside of him and the coaches. I never thought he could get to the ceiling. I thought he could be very good. But tonight he was the best quarterback in college football good. Okay? That looked like a Caleb Williams performance. And only Malik and BTJ really showed up. Yeah, Kyron Lacey had one really big catch. And Chris Hilton, that was one hell of a play he made there at the end. But I do just want to bring it up. Okay, Chris does not deserve the blame for this loss, even though he did drop a wide-open touchdown to start this game, which would have been a walk-in. Okay? I, I just I, – and I'm we're going to do a film study – I hate screenshots. I really do. That's why I like doing the film and all that stuff. But it was a later game. I thought about going an hour after. We're just going to go straight to this, okay? So if you're listening on podcasts, it's basically the last play of the game, okay? Look at where Jaden put this ball, okay? And that's actually not in the right order. That That's it hitting him right in the hands, okay? Now, could this have been pass interference or never calling that? The ball hit him right in the hands and... You know, he didn't come down with it. So even that ball by Jaden and heavy coverage was 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 accurate. Okay. This is the only film thing I'm gonna do tonight. Okay, because it's gonna take a, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot. I'm probably not going to sleep tonight. Okay. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to f- just simple football IQ. Okay. This is what I would tell LSU football, the players, okay. Chris Hilton made this mistake, and Denver Harris made this mistake. You guys know I love Denver Harris, but he has not been good. He has not been good. All right. One mistake football players make, okay? And I'm just some chubby guy, okay? The game is happening so fast. I've been lucky to be on on a ton of SEC sidelines. The game happens so fast, okay? The one thing you do not want to do is leave your feet, okay? So if Chris Hilton, like RG3 said— if he would have just kept sprinting on that first touchdown, he's running underneath that smooth. It's hitting him flush, and he's walking into the end zone. All right, so what I want you to do, once again, these are just a few screenshots right here, okay? So it's third and 11. This is a simple comeback route, okay? If we make this tackle, they're probably punting the football to us, or they're going for it. They're down by nine, so they're probably going for it here. Okay, it's third and 11. You notice here, the player kind of just gives himself up because it's a comeback route. Most corners would not jump up in the air and try and tackle him up high and and lasso him down. You notice how he has left his feet midair? It causes him to lose 
lower body leverage, and all you got to do as a receiver is just slip right underneath it. Okay? I'm missing one screenshot here. But you notice Denver Harris is able on this comeback route. This is a good defensive call on third and 11. You can't blame Matt House here. All you have to do is bear hug him. Okay? But, no, we got to jump, lasso him. He slips right underneath, and that's a 50-yard gain. You remember what remember what Brian Kelly said in the press conference? Just do what you need to do. Just do what you need to do. But no, we we, we got to jump up in the air. It's situational awareness. Okay, and it's not just him. Every single DB played bad tonight. Every single DB played bad tonight. Every single one. Okay. Um, outside of, outside of a few, I, I'll give Zion Alexander having a really good game. All things considered. Okay. I'm going to run through these super chats. I got a lot more stuff I got to say. Okay. And we could talk about every single moment in this game. We could talk about it every single moment. And I'll give you my opinion on it because I am big on game management and making, you know, rash decisions. I think punting the football was such a bad decision there. I, 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 do, I don't, I did not understand it. You have not stopped them. You had two, three and outs. Two, three and outs. TJ wants to be in seven at DC. Well, so in the third quarter, I started doing some commentating. I thought Matt House made a few good calls on third down. The Ryan Yates call was a really good one. On fourth down, you go zero. And that's what I asked him to do earlier, but he didn't run zero behind it. He ran zone behind it. So zero is basically man coverage across the way with no help over the top. And that was such a good call. I thought that was going to seal the game for us, but it didn't. Let's keep it going. Yes, Jaden played like a number one draft pick tonight. Absolutely wonderful. Why did they not run the clock on the drive before the punt? We should have been taking the clock way down. Okay. Slight disagreement here for this reason. Part of our success tonight was the pace that we were playing. So you can't, uh, like, if, you're, if your offense is running really good at a high pace, unless it gets down to, like, the final few minutes and they don't have any timeouts left, you want to keep your offense in rhythm. Now, I'm going to go back and look at the actual clock and see if they could have slowed some things down. Not so sure. But, you know, for me, I do thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, I, Adam, I'm fine with them staying at the same pace. Let's go to LA Mom. I feel so bad for JD5. He should be in the highs of talk. And because they aren't playing well, he's not going to get any highs of talk. I think he still has a shot. If LSU wins out, like I said before the game, I'm still going to stick by what I said. If LSU wins out, they have a really good shot of being a two-loss playoff team. But you're going to have to jump Florida State. And that's not going to happen. You're going to have to jump Michigan or Ohio State. Now, I don't even get in the playoff talk now. But we could do that later in the week. Uh, let's go to Rugger. Defense is awful. Playoff out of the picture, exactly. I'm a huge Shady 5 fan. He absolutely bought out this season. It's nuts time to get reps now for 2024. Not making this move hurts LSU and is negligent as a coach. Now, I, I, no, don't do that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go nuts. I, I just would not. I wouldn't do that. Uh, JD five was perfect and hurt so bad it was waste. Absolutely, James, thank you for your super chat. We'll keep it moving. Okay.
let's go here. Yeah, they, they were they were both not good tonight. And they, they both had chances to make plays. And Sage made a few and Mason made a few here or there. Um it, it just wasn't their night. It it just wasn't. Um it's just been a tough year for both of them, honestly. Um, you know, for me, Sage had an opportunity to make the tackle on the Quinshawn Judkins fourth down play. Now he wasn't the only one, but the the issue for Sage Ryan is he puts himself in position to make plays, and he made a few after the fourth down miss. It's just he doesn't actually make those plays, right? And normally five-star DBs find a way to get that done. Honestly, don't really care just about him, though. I mean, there's a lot of different people that deserve blame for uh, 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 for what happened tonight, okay? So, all right, here we go. Black button's going to be in full force. Absolutely horrible. Yeah, I don't think Madhouse is going to survive this year. I don't. Um, I, I think... After the Florida State game, I think Brian Kelly was kind of done. Um, not done, but I think he was furious with how that Florida State second half was. Um, and for me at the time, I thought, okay, Florida State's offense is just good. When they're clicking, they're probably the best offense in the sport. But I, it, it's pretty clear now that it had as much to do with us. Now that Florida State is kind of never regressed. They're still very good, but, you know, they haven't set the world on fire. Um uh, they are undefeated. Their offense has still been good, but they haven't looked as good as they did versus us, if that makes sense. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think Madhouse can can come back next year. I think it's done. I think he's done. Cooked, whatever uh, you want to want to call it. I, uh, the way this game ended is is part of it. Okay, because look, I obviously started this live stream mad at Brian Kelly for punting. Okay. I normally wouldn't be mad at a coach for for punting on fourth and eight or whatever it was in that spot. I'm very aggressive on fourth down just in general, especially in plus territory. But part of what made the decision to punt in that spot not great is you have got to understand that your defense isn't stopping anybody. They are not. Okay. Let's go to JJ. I've never been this mad after a game. Our defensive secondary is non-existent. Tackling non-existent. JD had an amazing game. Changes need to be made ASAP. BTJ did his thing. We had a shot. Obviously, BTJ, phenomenal. What's crazy is you can make a case that his catch in 2021 as a true freshman versus Ole Miss is still his best catch in Oxford. What a... What a dude. What a performance. Um, let me some Ryan Thomas Jr. He's obviously a guy that's worked really hard to get to where he is right now. And let's be honest here about BTJ. Quiet guy, but he's turned himself into an alpha. You could just see the confidence he's playing with right now. Um, obviously, BTJ, Malik, Jaden. Still, still, you know, it's kind of hard for me to look you guys in the face and say we still have a lot to play for. But we do. 
Okay. We still have the West to play for. It is still in our destiny. Okay. I don't think Ole Miss is going to go to Georgia and and beat Georgia later this year. Okay. If we win out, we still win the West and we go to the SEC championship game. Okay. That is a good thing about tonight. Also, the stat has always kind of been the PHL stat. What did I tell you leading into this week? I gave LSU a very low chance of winning all three of these games. LSU beating Ole Miss, Missouri, and Auburn. We're a better team than all three of those teams. Um, but it's hard to win on the road. It is really hard to win on the road. Terrence Welsh started hot, and he, he ended tough, right? It's it's hard to win on the road. It is so, so, so hard. So the thing that really sucks about tonight, though, JJ, is we are going to have tired legs. We are going to be getting back late. This game just ended 25 minutes ago. So that's what, 850? 845, 850? Okay, and we are getting back. We're probably going to get back at 2 or 3 in the morning, okay? And then we had a short week, essentially, to get ready for an 11 a.m. game versus Missouri, and they're undefeated. They think they're getting a wounded duck here, okay? Let's go to Creek here. We're going to get to everybody's questions tonight, I promise you. Enjoy the chat. Defense suck. Thank you so much, Creek. Um. Who on defense will take the next step, worst tackling team in the conference? Tell Margaret, you're right. You're one of the many Jaden supporters uh, that called Jaden's ball placement being better. Um, Jaden, all-time great quarterback performance here tonight. And I don't want to – if I see anyone in the chat say, well, we lost. Guess what? Zach Mettenberger had one of these versus Georgia. And that wasn't as good as what Jaden did tonight. Okay, but like I said, it is hard to win in shootouts. It is it's hard. It's think think I was I listened to a podcast last night about westerns. Okay, playing in a shootout is like a western quick draw. It's it's rabid. That game right now, I don't know if you guys feel the same way. If even though that game was an eternity, it felt like it just went by so quickly. Okay. But let's go to Adam with the, the poll question. Should Madhouse get the can tonight? 80% of you say yes. Here's the issue with that. Okay. If Madhouse gets fired tonight, who's calling the place? Well, it, it I don't know. I don't know if Steeples, he's, he's 33. He's still young in his career. So I guess it would be Kerry Cooks, right, the the, the safeties coach. Um, or would it be Bob Diaco? He's got some head coaching experience. Would it be John Jancic? I don't know who. But I think at this point, you just kind of have to um, kind of have to just ride it out. So Margaret says, bring back Durante Jones and Corey Raymond. Um, no and no. I like both those gentlemen personally. Um, 
so Durante is with the Vikings. Their defense is absolutely awful. And um, yeah, I, uh, I I just I just don't think Corey and BK would work. I mean, I've already parted ways once. I could see a potential ride back into the sunset at some point, but I don't know. Um, let's go to hit stick. Honestly, I'd be on hands and knees begging Durante to come back. And if not him, I'd be backing up the Brinks truck to Corey Raymond before midnight. Here's the issue with this hit stick about the Corey Raymond stuff. Okay. He's never called a defense. He he has never called plays. Okay. So at least I don't think so. So what is he fixing? Right? I mean, tackling? I don't I don't know. I don't know. But yes, this is this is awful. Um, you know, I mean, everybody involved with the defense needs to be questioned at this point. Everybody. The um, it's kind of it, it's also just kind of a, a hodgepodge of guys right on the defensive side of the football. Not a whole lot of like solid experience when you really look at it. OK, now, Kerry Cooks has been around for a while, but I will say, um, you know, when Jamar Kane come over, I, I, I shared a lot about my friends that, that are in the Oklahoma football uh, landscape. And they're like, Jamar Kane's really good, but Kerry Cooks. And I was like, okay. And then Steeples is just so young. And I just go back to that Denver Harris play. It's third and 11. You're up by nine. Okay. He's, his back is turned to you. You don't have to wrestle him to the ground. Like, rarely do you see DBs wrestle receivers to the ground on a comeback route anyway. You just kind of hold them up. Okay. It's just how that's not relayed, right? I, I've seen Denver Harris do some not so smart things. Maybe it's just him, but you have to tell him, hey, just stay within yourself. Don't you don't have to make the superstar play. You don't have to wrestle him to the ground. Let's go to Zach. So I will say this about Zach. Zach does have a little bit more skin in this game. He was in Oxford, and he's currently listening via AirPods right now, probably on the way back. Uh, Zach says, horrible decision starting Omar over Whit Weeks. Okay. I, I understood the logic. I understood the logic. I really did. This is a Pac-12 kind of game. We're playing a spread offense. Omar Spates is is experienced when it comes to defending the pass. Yeah, it, it, I don't I don't think Omar was one of the worst players, uh, but I uh, I I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So there you go. Let's keep it going with Marcus. I don't think firing Madhouse will solve anything right now. We have a bunch of transfers in the secondary. Let's go through a recruiting cycle first. Okay. Yeah, Chance, that was a big drop. Okay. Absolutely big drop. All right. But here's 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 where I will defend him. He is a true freshman. He still should catch it. 
we have seen a lot of true freshman drops. Okay. This kind of reminds me when we played Trey Bradford in 2020 and he was a true freshman on the, uh, in the swamp and he dropped some critical passes. Okay. It's kind of a tough, a tougher play for a guy of that size running to the sideline. And he's not really been a receiver. So it's, 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 it's tough. It's really, really, really tough. Um, he still should make that catch, but I, I I will say I'm going to be a little bit more sympathetic there. I am for this reason. If the offense has all these opportunities and they come through and your defense has all the opportunities, uh, your defense has just got to make more plays. Let's go to Gorilla. Where is everyone at on the touchdown call to Brian Thomas Jr.? Okay. I'm guessing that's what uh, you're referencing here. It's 50-50. Okay. It's 50-50. I do think it's – I do think it was close. I was 60-40 on it being the catch. I normally side with the offensive player, though, on a difficult grab. Because, I mean, the ball is always just going to slightly move if you're making a difficult grab. Like, there was never a time when I watched BTJ make that catch that I felt like he was just bobbling it all over the place. He was kind of just repositioning it, if you ask me. And once again, I know a lot of Ole Miss fans would tar and feather me for that, but I I honestly think I would have stuck with the call on the field. Okay. If a guy makes a play like that, I normally want him to get his shine. And I will also say this for BTJ. He has had more bad luck when it comes to overturns and good luck. He had an absolutely crappy overturn versus Florida last year. So finally some good luck went his way because he, he, he makes the toughest grabs on the team, right? Like, you know, we put Malik in the slide, and we're, we we could scheme some things up for him. BTJ makes so many difficult grabs, and Malik does too. He's one of the best contested catch receivers ever at LSU. Um, but you know, I I don't think Malik and BTJ could have done anything different tonight. We got the maximum out of them. You know, obviously Will made that mistake there at the end. Emory Jones made a mistake, um, but Jaden, you know, overcame that. Um, but yeah, who would I bring in Joe Monger? I did not think I would need to be making a, a DC hot list at this point. So I'm, I'm not going to spend my energy looking at a list until the actual news comes out that Brian Kelly is thinking about making a decision. Um, I think he's going to stick with Madhouse the rest of the season, though, simply because this season is not totally cooked yet. It's not. Okay. We do have some things going in our favor. The biggest of which is Ole Miss has already lost, and they have got to play Georgia this year. So we are getting bailed out once again by the cross-division rival rule. Okay. In a major way. Um, 
Last year, no, it was the opposite. This year, though, the cross division, Ole Miss had a 1-12 shot to play Georgia in Stanford this year, and it happened, okay? So that game is probably one they're going to lose. If Ole Miss loses that game and we win out, we're in, okay? So there is still a lot to play for. So I think BK is just going to hold serve. I do think, though, at this point, okay, and I, and especially at a Power 5 university, NFL is different. High school is different. You don't have recruiting. You don't have NIL. You don't have all the things you have to do as a coach, all the media crap. It's not as prevalent as it is at the high school level and at the NFL level. Right? NFL level, the the players are are, are are bigger than the coaches. High school level, you don't you don't have to do as much of this crap. College level, I normally don't want my head coach to be doing any kind of play calling, especially since PK, even though he played linebacker in college, he has been more of an offensive side of the football guy. I will say this though. Okay. I will say this. I think he needs to be involved with the defensive play calling. I do. I don't think it should go to Jancic or anyone like that. Let's go to General Grievous here. On the upside, we had some thus far unused offensive players today. Lacey Hilton and a bit of Emory, too, in my opinion, contribute today. Yeah, Kyron, Kyron had some big drops, though, tonight. I mean, the, the touchdown catch was sensational. Give him all the credit in the world for that. And I want to uplift Kyron for going through it. Huge drop at the end of the half, and he did have a drop, even though it turned out to be a good drop. He still dropped it at the end of the game. So drops are still an issue. Um, but Kyron and, 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 and Chris made some plays for us, okay? Um Still like that that the number three guy uh, just yet, but you know it's ironic. Chris had a play in the first quarter he could have made, and then in the fourth quarter that last touchdown hit him in the hands. It would have been a very difficult catch, but guess what? Hail marys at the end of games are always going to be difficult catches. You're never just open, and obviously. You know, like a DeAndre Hopkins made a catch like that once before. He had a chance. He had a chance. Still, it was a step in the right. He's had a step in the right direction this season. Okay. So it's Kareem was also in Oxford. Okay. So for Zach and Kareem, who are actually there, they probably feel some type of way about it. Branson, thank you for the super chat. Okay. No longer believe in Kelly on this coaching staff. Unbelievable how they managed to choke this game. An elite QB, arguably the best in the nation, being held back by absolutely pathetic coaching staff. So this is Kareem. All right. Brian Kelly is still a very good coach. I disagreed with the punt decision. Like I said, though, at the beginning, I know I led with that. But, you know, I normally start when we, if we lose a game, you know, goes to the man making the, the most money, the $10 million check, the guy who calls all the shots, basically. Um, I, you 
Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, our offensive staff is pretty daggum good, right? Like, Frank has obviously done a really good job. Um, Bryant's done a really good job. Our offensive line still one of the best in the SEC. Definitely a top three unit in the SEC. Um, yeah, defensively, I, I don't I don't know what he's going to do. I don't. I don't think, though, he is going to relieve Madhouse of his duties. I do not think so. But the poll question is, what do you believe should happen? Okay. Let's go to Britt. 268 of you in here. We had like 300 something in halftime. It's crazy. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, if you're new, please subscribe. Ring the bell. Uh, Britt, if you don't mind, before I get to the super chat here. Um. Let me post this for our first timers. Don't forget, this is the live stream schedule: Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays at eight fifteen Central, Wednesdays at six PM. We will have a film study tomorrow. I have no idea how I'm going to get this done. It's a lot of plays. Obviously, we got to cover it. It'll probably be two parts. We might do some Sunday and might do more Monday. The game was so long. There were so many plays, so many different things. We're going to have to break down. Um. So, yeah, respectively, you fire Madhouse that I never, ever reward bad behavior performances. Defense is not ever worthy of wearing the colors. The water boy can call a sandlight game and be better. Yeah, but the, the issue for me at the end, it's the final drive of the game. Okay. You have got to take players out who don't have anything left in the tank. You just do. Okay. But. Part of it, and, and part of my issue with tonight, I honestly thought Harold Perkins had a really good bounce-back game tonight. He did some really, really good things for us. Um, and obviously, he's not really hurt, so that's a good thing. But there just weren't a whole lot of guys making plays. Zion Alexander made some. Obviously, um, early in the game, Terrence Welsh made some. But we do not tackle in the open field well. We are – I hate to use this word, but as tacklers, we are soft. We're also, as a defense, very stiff, okay? We are very, very, very stiff. Now, what do I mean by that? We don't move fluidly. It seems like when we tackle, our feet are in sand, okay? That is unacceptable. That is unacceptable. Let's go to Zach. Why were we throwing a wheel to Diggs with 12 seconds left? I think that was a worse play call of the night. Yeah, I'm just going to need to rewatch. Uh, the, the, I know I sound like a coach here. I just need to rewatch the play. I mean, there's just so much stuff going on. I, I, If that was a primary, that would have shocked me right there. Um, but, but yeah, it, it just depends on the – I'd have to rewatch the play. All things considered, I don't think it was the absolute worst ball. It wasn't a great ball by any stretch of the imagination. But, yeah. Let's go to Jason. Carter, now I know why there were fights preseason between the O and D. Just have to say. Yeah. I mean, no. Um, so, yeah. I mean, 
All right. I'll say it again. And I know a lot of you don't care about practice. I look at my analytics all the time. When I start talking about practice and off season and stuff like that, the numbers go down. But I will tell you this really quickly. This secondary got torched almost every day at practice. It's just how it happened. It's just how it went down. This did not shock Brian Kelly. And I do think when Brian Kelly made the statement to USA Today that he didn't think this roster was championship worthy, I do think he was thinking about the secondary. Part of it is process of elimination. And also part of it is, well, you see what's happened up to this point. They're terrible. They're terrible. And I hate saying that. That at least, at least they're playing hard. They call in the last five minutes thoughts. Okay. So once again, I go back to this. I know we got a lot of people coming in and out. There's a thousand different LSU shows. You're trying to get so-and-so's opinion, my opinion, whatever. Okay. The only thing as a head coach you can control are two things. When it comes to play calling, there are only two things you fully control. Okay. When you use your timeouts and when you go for it on fourth down. Those are the only two, okay? There's also a third. It's only at the beginning of the game and in overtime. Do you decide to kick or receive? Brian Kelly decided to defer. Great decision, okay? I'm going to go pull up some quotes here in a second from the Brian Kelly press conference. I'm interested to see um, if they asked him about the, uh, the the decision to punt. Um, That was obviously pretty big. Now, Defensive play calling. Madhouse called an excellent call on fourth down to go zero. Okay. Great play call. Also, the Denver Harris play I showed you a minute ago. If it's third and 11 and you have the opportunity to tackle a wide receiver on a comeback round with this back to the uh, the sticks, all I'm telling you, all he had to do is not jump up in the air, okay? Don't jump up in the air. The receiver was probably also trying to not necessarily give himself up, but, you know, if you're catching a football on a comeback four yards away from the sticks, you can't really do anything when your back is parallel to the goal line, right? You can't cut up. You have to turn. The only way, the only way he's getting those yards is if you jump up in the air. And and he did that. Let's go to Chillmonger. I'm just surprised the defensive execution was this bad. I welcome Chris to the channel. Michael. And they tried to give us a game, too. I'm going to be honest. I always ask myself, who gets the lucky breaks in the game? We got a lot of them. We got a lot of them. They they, they probably had more holding calls than us. Um, holding could be very trivial. It, it's the call that's probably swallowed the most by the, by the referees. Um, we got a lot of them going our favor. We have the... Brian Thomas Jr. decision to go in our favor. Um, you know, one thing that kind of ended up being a big deal 
was the field goal at the end of the half. Ramos had a right on line. He just didn't have enough leg. But, you know, I will, I will say this. One thing that I was wrong about is before the season, I said, I think Jaden is a very good quarterback. I don't think he is a shootout quarterback, right? Where you go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't really think that's his style. Tonight, he proved me wrong. Now, notice I didn't say I, I never thought he wasn't going to be a good quarterback or even a great quarterback this year. I just don't think that that style suited him, and it does. Obviously, he was consistently elite tonight. Okay? Um, but I, I, I'll also say this about the defense. Okay? I just don't think as a unit – we we do the little things right. I know that that sounds so crazy, but I feel like at times our trenches are so concerned about fighting the offensive linemen instead of finding the football, okay? I sometimes feel the second and third level of our defense doesn't communicate or pass things off well. And the one thing I, I, I'll say, because I was – I'm not, I'm not around these players as much as I was when I was um, when I was covering the team. Okay, the one thing about okay, let, let, let's let's use an extreme example here: the 2011 LSU secondary. That was a very cerebral group. They really knew how to play the game. Um, they they tackled well. They were smart. They played under control. They even freelance things from time to time. But, you know, it's like any work of art, any, you know, thing that you do, right? Before you start making spectacular tackles, flipping over guys, throwing off its alignment, uh, you know, into the backfield, before you start doing that, you've got to master the basics. And we're not even doing the basics right. We're not tackling, false steps, losing guys, um, untouched into the end zone. That's one thing. Defense is hard. Offense, every rule supports the offense. Just show resistance. Okay? Just no coverage bus. Don't let guys walk into the end zone. Oh, come on, Mikey. The fumble really... I know you're trolling. The fumble? I disagree with being sold on BK being a good coach. Less than 0-1 national championships with lesser expectations of doing so. Well, Brian Kelly's not even finished two seasons. Chillmonger. You've been on fire tonight, but this one doesn't... Like, Less than 0 did not win in their first two seasons. So, yeah, I mean... I still think BK's a guy. Not many, you know, like in an all-out shootout. Like, obviously, Met comes to mind, the Georgia game. We we still lost it. But, yeah, I'd have to go through and just see all the different shootouts that 
that we played. Florida kind of was like that, but it wasn't as back and forth as this one. Um, but yeah. Let's go to Branson Super Chat. Thank you for the Venmo, man. Why are we talking about offense that played at a championship level? Our defense is the only thing worth discussing. I will say this. It is an undeniable fact at this point. And I know we just played Ole Miss. And I know we played KJ Jefferson the week before. This is the worst defense in the SEC. I never, ever would have thunk it. Okay? The one thing I would say about those Orgeron defenses is they did make plays. We had a ton of pick sixes. We had a ton of havoc. We just sucked. We just gave up too many explosives because we played the same coverage on every snap. That We are the worst defense in the SEC. We are the worst defense in the SEC. Okay? Now, how can I say this? I understand Alabama's good. Ole Miss only scored 10 points versus Alabama. 10. 10 measly points. They have more yards at halftime than they did the whole game. 10 yards. 10 yards. 10 points. Also, something else that happened today. And I understand the transit of property doesn't always work with these kinds of things. Okay? But! Arkansas's offense stunk today. They stunk. They put up 31 on us last week. With the ease. Yeah, Britta, it, it was a lot of pitching catch. Everybody, welcome Rachel to the channel. Rachel Farr. Yeah, different sports, different contexts. And Rachel, I would also bring this up. List all the coaches in major sports that won a national championship in their second year. And you'll find a lot more that haven't that had. It's really hard. It's really freaking hard. Okay. It's really hard. I honestly thought Major Burns uh, wasn't one of the worst. Obviously, he wasn't great. Nobody was great on defense. Um, Major had a few nice plays tonight. Okay. Now, I understand I have been in a fury for a good bit of this live chat. Now, I do want to bring up one very important detail. Okay. Once again, Louisiana Controls, LouisianaControls.com. All right. Let's go to Zach here. 
Welcome to the channel, Zach. Good to see you. Okay. Hard to make the argument that the defense isn't the result of the DC after five games. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Let's go to Josh. We have we may have a lot of players transfer out, and I see why we can't recruit on defense. Bama is back and doesn't look like an easy win anymore. Well, Josh, uh, thanks for the super chat, but I'm just going to be straight up with you. Bama was never going to be an easy win. It just wasn't. They're good. Bama will never be an easy win. Never. Now, Saban's a goat for a reason. Now, do I think Saban's arrest some? Yeah, I've been very public about that. Okay. Mm. Let's see. Man, I'm hurt, man. I'm going to be honest. I'm hurt. I'm hurt for that team. Hurt for this program, man. That dude, these losses hurt. You wait so long for these games. You, you do all these recruiting videos. I mean, you do all this stuff just for the games. And to lose one like that is brutal. It's brutal. Offense wins games. Defense wins championships. I'll put it this way, Adam. A decent defense could have won a championship with the way our offense played tonight. But you're all right, Andy. You, you, you got to have good defense, and You can't just have bad defense. Let's go here. Marie says, we got a win percentage coach, not a championship coach, and gave him a 10-year contract. Marie, welcome to the channel. Good to see you. So, look. I knew this was going to come up about Brian Kelly, and I understand I flamed him in the in the in the opening. This is where I'll defend him. The truth is, a national championship does not mean you're a great coach. It just doesn't. Because if it did, Les Miles would have probably gotten a better job than Kansas. Ed Orgeron would be employed by now. Gene Chizik wouldn't be calling defense in North Carolina, and he was a broadcaster for a long time. Okay. There are coaches that nobody would consider Saban that have won national championships. So is there a concern about BK in some big spots? Yeah. But that's the case with a lot of coaches. Tonight, honestly, has as much to do with Lane as anyone else. All right. Let's go to a few things Brian Kelly said in the post game. All right. Y'all are really getting on BK here. 
Brian Kelly liked the resiliency he saw from the defense tonight in the second half, but noted we have a long way to go. Let's actually uh, start from the beginning here with a few of these BK comments. Uh, Brian Kelly says, we need to be pissed off about what happened and have some resolve about our circumstance. That's not a standard of play that's acceptable. I expect them to respond the right way. They have a lot of pride. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's – we really don't learn anything until the Monday press conference unless it's like a breaking injury thing. Um, so, yeah, just not really a whole lot of anything coming from this. Uh, so, yeah. I do agree with this, Chillmonger. The SEC is down this year. Mm. I'm with you, Reggie. Keep fighting the good fight, brother. I'm with you, man. Other than being the all-time winningest coach at Notre Dame, he did nothing to warrant a 10-year contract. Come on, be real. Y'all going to be eating a lot of crow. This was not his best performance, though. And let's be honest. We we really, really, really though need like I mean there was just so many guys that, that I that I could think of that would be very nice to have right now. Um in the secondary that just didn't pan out. Okay, what's wrong with Notre Dame? I mean, you, you just act like anybody could just go to Notre Dame and, and win and go to playoffs as much as he did. Calm down. I mean, Brian Kelly's not going anywhere. Welcome to the channel, Brian. So there we go. Now, next thing. One really bad thing about tonight. Really bad thing that nobody has mentioned just yet. All right, I'm saving it for the one hour mark. Okay. So. Sit back, relax. We'll be back at 30, baby. P H 
L Nation. Oh, yeah, baby. You know about Louisiana Controls. They've been showing us love throughout this college football season, and I'm looking for you to do the same when it comes to your energy management commercial HVAC needs. It is all with our buddies who have been doing this for over 40 years. Yes, that is four decades. You know this Louisiana weather gets crazy. Go to LouisianaControls.com or call 225-924-4990, baby. Let's go. Uh, I mentioned this briefly, but... There is a lot of guys getting up slowly tonight. When you play a track meet kind of game, there's really not a whole lot you can do to prepare for it. Now, why is that? Well, it's simple. You just can't. Like, practice periods aren't nearly as long as this four-hour game. Like, there is long injuries, pauses, all this, that, and the third, right? There was just everything. Now... We're going to get back really late. What's going to be really hard is there's not a whole lot of things you can do this week to kind of practice tackling. Because so many guys are going to be tired. They're going to have to think, well, we're going to have to get on a plane. Missouri's kind of a tough place to get to. Missouri's going to be really hard next week, y'all. Be ready. Okay? They're probably the least talented team we play on our schedule in the in the SEC. And they're probably on par with Mississippi State and, and Arkansas, but they they got a five-star receiver. They got some good defensive players. Um, they have a few DBs, one of which was committed to LSU at some point. Um, it's it's going to be hard, man. It's, it's going to be really hard to fight back. And it's also more difficult in college football to overcome the second loss. The second loss is the one that really stings, right? Because it's just rational at this point that it's hard to see yourself getting to a playoff after loss number two. Okay. So, you know, I, I gotta be real, man. We, um, we're in a tough spot. We're in a really tough spot. We really needed to try and find a way to get this one done. And I'll still stand by, you know, what I've said. The Ole Miss game would have been better served for us um, to win. And the Missouri game to lose, as crazy as that sounds. Okay? So, at this point... I mean, we're just kind of cooked, man. Uh, you know, the Florida State loss, I think everybody who was rational said, well, if we do win out, we got a shot. But guess what? That didn't happen. Okay? Go to Brandon Joseph. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, that does suck, Brandon. Like, I know that made Greg hurt even worse now that, you know, you get the bad luck that he wasn't there. 
we are missing his bite. And we're also missing his playmaking ability. You know, that Auburn game, we didn't really play a good defensive game last year. And we didn't give up any, uh, nearly as many points. But the truth is, well, we gave it 6.3 yards for play, and we needed Greg Brooks to make that final play to win it for us. So taking a look at the, the you know, the, the, the final stats here, we normally do this about an hour in. 8.5 yards per play is ridiculous. It is ridiculous to get that number and lose. Okay. So once again, if you go over here to your far right, okay, look to the far right of your screen. Okay. Yards per play is a good efficiency number. It's a very basic stat. Now there's better efficiency stats you can look at. But 8.5 is really hard to do. We had nine by the first half. That was going to go down at some point. 8.5 is hard, hard to reach. Okay. It is hard to lose with 8.5 yards per play. Really, really, really hard. Okay. Really hard. And that is going to cause him to lose some sleep tonight. Okay? Really, really, really hard. Okay? Now, 8.5 is an elite number. I was just checking my math here. 2019 LSU did that five times. Okay? That's an all-time great offense. But there are years when LSU doesn't have a season, a game, where they have one game where they get over 8.5 yards per play. Okay? Now, here's the thing I don't get. All right? Why, why are we bringing up Notre Dame so much? And it's new viewers, too. Why are we so focused about Notre Dame? Okay, do you know do you know do you know how stupid you sound when you say this? You know how stupid you sound? It's dumb to say that Brian Kelly did nothing at Notre Dame. Because guess where Nick Saban came from? Michigan State! Nick Saban came from the greatest coach of all time, came from Michigan State. He started his career at Michigan State. And Orgeron. What Ole Miss, he won three games. It's stupid to think that a championship coach has to come from from school X. We're not. Do you think Ryan Day is just going to come over here? You think Dabo Sweeney's going to come over here? You think those guys are better coaches than Brian Kelly? Stupid logic. Stupid. God, so dumb. And you, you act like Notre Dame is not a top 20 program in this sport. It's so stupid. I can't believe I'm defending Notre Dame here. But that's when Brian Kelly loses. It's like, well, why do we get a coach from Notre Dame? Good. Great logic. It's sound. This is perfect. It's so dumb.
No, it's just a dumb comment. It's a dumb comment. It, it's just what it is. You're the fifth person to do this tonight. It's so stupid. Explain, explain where Nick Saban came from. Explain where Nick Saban came from. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Oh, was he nothing at Bowling Green? Was he nothing at Utah? Get the hell out of here. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Like, like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Okay? And I didn't. Yeah, I I do. I do. I tell it to your face. You randomly jumped to my YouTube channel for the first time? And you're over here saying that you're saying Notre Dame is a nothing program? When the greatest the, the greatest coaches of the modern era Started Michigan State and Utah. Utah. You 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 think Utah's a better? It's stupid. I don't care where you come from. I don't. It's either your coach or you're not. It has nothing to do with school you were at previously. Nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Okay. It doesn't matter how much football I know. I just know that that is dumb. Tobiano Womack Yates. I'm a little shocked that I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go look at the snap count again. I didn't. Um, Womack Yates. Okay, you're still not answering my point, and I'm losing viewers dealing with anonymous trolls. Before Nick Saban came to LSU, he was at Michigan State. How many national championships did Michigan State win? Before Urban Meyer went to Florida, he was at Utah. How many national championships has Utah won? Okay. It's dumb. It has nothing to do with how many championships a program has won. And by the way, Notre Dame's won some. It's stupid. Urban is cooked. Urban is cooked. You re- you really you I'm I might have to block some people tonight with the most idiotic takes I have ever heard in my life. There's so there, there are so many other better takes Maurice you could have just given than this. There, 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 there are so there's so many better takes. You could you could have sat here and said Godfather 3 was better than Godfather 1. And that would have been a better take than you thinking that Urban Meyer Urban Meyer 
Urban Meyer would have been the better person for this job right now. Urban Meyer who didn't fly back on the team plane because he wanted to get a little tishy-wishy with the blonde girl at some bar in Ohio. You think Urban Meyer in his current state is the guy that would be better than Brian Kelly right now? I have no idea I'd be defending Notre Dame. But it's crazy when a loss happens, you see this. You see this. Urban Meyer is it's a lunatic. Now, is he one of the best college football coaches of all time? Yes. But you're not getting that version of him. Okay? I'm not mad. You're you're just being an idiot and I'm blocking you. It's just a, the, the the dumbest All right, Mark, you pick the next topic. Go right ahead. Let's get back to the stats. No, I'll get irritated, man. It is amazing when I actually get fired up. How many people say, "I want you! I want you to get mad! I want you! I want you to go crazy!" Lock button is in full force tonight. Seven hundred yards. At seven hundred yards, they also had eleven penalties. Eleven penalties. Unbelievable. God. I, to, to be honest, though, I think if Chris Hilton would have caught that pass, I still would have been as angry. All right, here's a good super chat from Richard. How is this secondary going to get better? All right. It's a really good question, Richard. The first thing I would do is understand situational awareness, the basics, okay? When you are in this spot, you do this, okay? One thing we really struggle with, and it's hard because it requires a lot of of processing is passing off routes. Okay, so Lane Kiffin saw that our secondary does not communicate well. 
So he ran a lot of shallow drags. And honestly, that route is probably giving LSU uh, the most trouble out of any route um, during our defensive struggle. Okay. So Richard, the first thing we need to do is, is, is honestly figure out what we want to do communication wise on the back end. Okay. The second thing, Richard is outside of the mental thing. It's just the physical you you've, you've got, you, you've got to be able to bring people down. Okay. And it's to the point where the tackling is so bad. We're struggling just to keep our balance in the open field. Okay. But like, I don't know. I don't think because we got a really good DB class coming in this next cycle. It's not an elite elite DB class, but it is very good. I do think, though, Steeples and Cooks are going to have a hard time getting back next season. It, it's 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 going to take a lot. It's it's going to take a lot. Maybe one of them survives. I'm not sure. Cooks Cooks and BK go way back. All right. Yeah, Brock, that's it's it's definitely part of it. And I think um I, I would actually argue uh that this has a bigger deal, not necessarily emotionally or, or psychologically, but more so structurally, right? Because the players know that these guys want them to play ball. The the, the players know that these guys want them to play at a high level. Okay. Give it their all, not not think about them per se. Okay. But I think, and I'm checking to make sure um, if there's anything else that uh, that came from this. Um, I got, I, I got, I, I think obviously one thing Brian Kelly did that I disagreed with was when Jimmy Lindsay was out, he moved the Jack linebacker coach to the defensive line coach. Diaco, I believe became the Jack coach. And then the back seven remained the back seven. I'm pretty sure that's how that got divvied up. I do think it is a little bit more collaborative because obviously it's just such a drastic shift. But gosh darn it, man. It, it's it's a mess. It's a mess, man. It is a mess. All right. I know a lot of you are just out on Brian Kelly. And I've been very critical of Brian Kelly in some areas tonight. There's just no way you can say this experiment is going to work out or not going to work out. The question you need to ask yourself if you're asking these big picture questions, and this goes for anybody, 
is did you expect LSU to be in this spot now? And the answer to that is probably no. It, you, you would probably say no, knowing what the, the position we were in. So it's impossible to see the future other than, at the very least, we're very good. Okay? It's true, Jalen. We have not lost to Troy. Okay. Now, will there be a two-loss team in next year's playoff? There will be plenty of them. Okay. So, in a twelve-team playoff, you're in a you're in a better spot after tonight, and I don't like that. I don't. I'm not a twelve-team playoff guy, but I don't want to get into that debate tonight. That's a it's a great off-season topic. Okay. All right, so let's tie in a few of these comments. Once again, I'm, I'm going to go to Super Chats at first, but I'm, I'm going to get to as many. I know some of you have been uh, patient. I'm trying to uh, get to as many as I can. Okay. Um, go to Braden Laborde. You think this defense is on par 2020? Bayou Bengals says, 205 says, I never expected to see an LSU defensive like this ever. Okay. The truth to that, though, Bobby, and you've been with me for a few years now, okay, is the defense has looked this bad. 2020, we had some of these performances. 2021, we've had some of these performances. 2022, I'll consider A&M being one of these performances. It wasn't as bad as this one. And then, obviously, 2023, we had the defense here, okay? So this is four consecutive seasons that the defense has not been great. Okay. Now last year, it was very Jekyll and Hyde. Okay. And part of our defensive issues came from some of our offensive issues. Okay. So last year, I wouldn't consider it a bad year defensively. I also wouldn't consider it just some great year defensively. It was a good year defensively. So up to this point, since 2020, 2020, we were bad defensively. 2021, we were mostly bad defensively. We had a few good efforts there at the end of the Durante Jones era. 2023, good defensively, not great. 2024, Back to where we were in 2020. Okay. 2019 LSU had some rough defense performances. Okay. So 2018 was the last year we had an elite defense. So what did we have in common? Well, we had a far more stoic style of play, right? We didn't throw the football over the yard because we were still in the stone ages. Okay. We shouldn't ever sacrifice our offense for the sake of our defense. We want our offense to continue putting up points. We just do. But, like, to go along with the Bayou Bengal, it's, this has honestly been a little bit more of the recent norm than not, if we're being honest. Like, 
like last year, how many bad defensive performances did we have last year? Well, I would consider Auburn. They they averaged six point three yards per play with a not so great quarterback. It wasn't bad per se, but it wasn't great. Tennessee wasn't great. Um, Florida wasn't great. Um, Texas A&M wasn't great. Georgia wasn't great. Um, some of those are borderline just horrible. And so far this year, we have had nothing but bad defensive outings outside of Mississippi State. That's it. So four out of five guys, four out of five, four out of five seasons, excuse me, four out of five games have been bad. Yeah, Kareem, we can hang. I'm sorry we didn't get the link up yesterday. Uh, it was an epic day. We should have should have come to the to the show. You have to come to the Auburn game, watch games, my coping mechanism. I appreciate that. I appreciate all of you. I know I've I know I've been on a different level tonight. So I've, I've seen so many Corey Raymond comments. Okay, you only mentioned the good years of Corey Raymond. He was the DB coach for 2020 and 2021. Some of the worst secondaries we've ever had at LSU. And Florida's secondary is not necessarily great either. So, so y'all think this is a different level than 2020? You know what? I, I'll, I'll agree with that. I, I'll agree with that. I'll, I'll roll with you guys on that. But the, we can all agree it's just beyond abysmal. Okay. Okay. So let's go to McKaylin Simon. What does Steeple and Cooks bring? They need to go as well. Yeah, so let's let's chat a little bit about both of them. So, Kerry Cooks's secondaries have, have been a little bit of a mixed bag um, during his career. I don't think anybody would consider him just be like a, a bad safeties coach or bad DBs coach. But I do think, you know, obviously Brian Kelly and him had connections uh, beforehand. I'll tell you this, okay? I was trying to see, like, how long he was with BK at Notre Dame, and it was two seasons, okay? But, okay, I was just making sure I got this timeline right. He's been with Notre Dame uh, two separate times, okay? All right. So, Kerry Cook's really struggled in Oklahoma. Um there's a lot of people that felt he underperformed his talent like what Oklahoma. Okay. So yeah, I'm not just making that up. Now, 
Here's what we're going to do. In the next 10 to 15, I'm going to answer as many of your questions as we possibly can. As many. But if you super chat, we'll keep on going. All right. Some of you don't want this in. We've had a consistent amount of people in here. That's crazy. 226 people here to just see me yap. But we're all just taking this in together. We're all in this together. Let's go to Pegasus. Carter Madhouse's defense last season was top 30 in most categories. What has gone wrong this year? Yeah, so it just depends what categories you're talking about. You know, um, you know, our, 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 our yard per play numbers weren't, you know, that's the stat I always go to. And, and it's more than just that. You know, there's obviously just basic scoring, EPA. Uh, let's go to Jeff, man, in Denver. I'm doing great, Jeff. Thank you for the super chat. But yeah, I, I do think Jaden moved himself up the, the, the Heisman ladder today with this performance. It's just, you, you got to win more. As stupid as that sounds, as stupid th- as that is. Like winning, honestly, shouldn't have a whole lot to do with, with an individual award. Um. Billy couldn't have played better. And honestly, Jeff, um, if, if, then I'm, I'm just caught, just keeping it a buck. Okay. On Twitter, I did a Chris Hilton appreciation post. We probably win this game with a better number three receiver. I'm serious. We, 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 we probably still find a way to win it. We, we are lacking a third wide receiver. Okay. The truth is, we we were just lacking that. We're lacking that. Okay. Now, where could we find a bona fide number three wide receiver? Well, I I'll tell you this: the catch Aaron Anderson made last week versus Arkansas was v- very underrated to move the sticks. But he can't stay healthy. Okay. Um. None of the true freshmen have done anything. None of them. They're all look to be year two guys. I kind of want to play Shelton a little bit. Landon Ibiet is nowhere uh, to be found. So that leaves us with Hilton and Lacey. Okay. Uh... Uh, I I think we win this game with 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 somebody else at number three. We just do. Is that? I don't know. Maybe we could have convinced Dre Jenkins to stay. I'll tell you this: if we had Dre Jenkins, we win that game. And I'm not saying that the offense is the reason we. That's not my point. I'm just saying we missed a few plays from a more bonafide number three that could have really, really, really moved the needle just that little bit more. What a grand year. It's eight and four realistic prediction for how LSU finishes the season. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think that's probably the most likely scenario at this point. Um, I would lean more towards nine and three because the offense is playing so good and the offense is so much more important than your your defense. The issue is the defense is just so 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 bad. What happened? Nothing happened. My niece is staying, and I'm pretty excited about that. Here's her iPad. Yeah. Can I get a two spot? Right now? Y'all yeah, heck yeah. Hmm. It wasn't a good night. Not a good night. The hogs lost too for you for for your for your papa. Who's texting texting you? Gosh, why do I have that Don hiccups? Lee on the visual. I I don't know what happened to them tonight. Mm. Love you. The two spot. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and, and I, I, I just think Jack's a better player than Kyron Lacey and, and Chris Hilton, but he didn't want to be here anymore. So I get it. He had two years of eligibility left. He wanted to go somewhere else. I totally understood it. But, but yeah. Yeah, Chad, it didn't really seem like a whole lot. I mean, the press conference is released. I could play some audio here. Let's see. Uh, I can't play that one. Okay. Let's see. Upload date. Thank you. Look at that. Stress Oreos. No, no audio that I can play just yet. What's up, Ray? Everybody, welcome right to the channel. It's not that I don't think Chris Hilton is is bad. Obviously, that run and catch tonight was incredible. But we've mentioned this on here before. 
and it happened again tonight. A big part of college football is speed. He has that. He has more than enough speed. But one of the more underrated aspects of playing football is balance. Okay. Now, what is one thing that can lend yourself to being knocked off balance? Well, your frame. He's not a big guy. Okay. He struggles to keep his feet. All right. So you go back and you look at the New Mexico catch you made. All right. Jaden pretty much hit him in stride last year, and he probably scores, but he went down after he caught it. He didn't need to fall down. So some guys just can't stay on their feet, right? And that's what happened tonight. He, he dove when he didn't need to. It's hard, though, Mike. Here's the thing. Catching the football is not hard. A lot of you can catch a football. It's catching the football while playing at that speed that gets to people. Okay, everything's just moving so much faster. Some of it is the pressure playing at LSU. Some of it is, you know, if you're Kyron Lacey, you're wearing the same number as, as Ruben Randall and, and Justin Jefferson and LSU is wide receiver, you, all that stuff. Some of it is that, but all of it comes down to the speed of the play. The speed of play is so fast. Um, so, yeah. John, I would be shocked if it's not a record. Um I kind of want to go back and count every missed tackle. Um, there's a lot. Let's go to Boris with the Super Chat. I appreciate you being a patron as well. Thinking positively, the offense is one of the best we've had. True. You can make a very strong case that this is the second best LSU offense ever, uh, if you ask me. Once again, really small sample, um, but they have not had a bad game yet. They've not. Now, they had a rough half versus Florida State, more so a rough quarter. Um, but, yeah, they, they've not they've not been bad. Do you think they can convince J.D. to take a slide rather than a hit? Okay, so the hit he took tonight – was semi-understandable because it was third down, all right? But how many other hits did he take tonight that I felt were unnecessary? Well, that one, he got hit late. So... Yeah, I don't think the third down play is something, you know, like, I think it was a third down play. I don't know. My brain's frying right now.
I don't know what that means. Okay, so the fumble's on a third down. Josh, good to see you. Welcome to the channel. Oh, no. I know. Okay, I remember you, Josh. All right, we'll take a few more here. In the next 10 to 15, we'll keep it going. Okay. You don't mind, I'm going to be chowing on this Ori. I see. That's this. How many of you sick guys out there eat the Oreo like this? You... You, you do this. He's scrape. You scrape those teeth. It's crisp, man. I'm smooth to the touch, baby. That's what they're doing now, basically. In most instances. But Perk had a better game tonight. I'll tell you that. There was a while where he kind of took over in that third quarter, too. They do taste better cold. There you go, KVG. This is the only dude, you've had horrible takes. And who would have thunk it would have been the Oreo take? Who would have thunk it? Milk in Oreos. Jesse, thank you for the super chat. Uh, so slight disagreement here. He, I mean, could he have done more? Yes. Yes, he's still not playing at the level he was last year, but he, he actually stepped up and made some nice plays in the second half. Okay. Uh, Gorilla with the super chat. Who wins the eye test at QB tonight? Result exempt. Ooh. Okay. I, I am going to go with Jaden. I, I, Jackson Dark got the W and he was phenomenal tonight. I do think Jaden had to put more dots on the money. Um, and I felt like Dart had a little bit more pitch and catch plays. And that's part of the point I want you to take away with this. It's hard to play defense. It's hard. 
if you were to interview most head coaches and you go to the head coach and you say, hey, who are the top 10 play callers in college football? Lane Kiffin probably makes that list 60 to 70% of the time. Okay. Probably more than that. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's it's hard to play defense. What all I all I ask is you don't make it easy on them. Force them to execute. And you would be shocked at how many mistakes are made. And you notice when LSU forced Ole Miss to execute, they committed a lot of holding penalties. Show some resistance. Put Nuss at corner. Huh? 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 Nuss was pretty good tonight. I, I, I'm not making a joke. On the sideline? I just love how much he cheers on Jaden. That's called being a good teammate. And I love that. I love that. And also, I'll tell you this, it's always good to see um it's always good to see really good quarterback play. And on a separate note, I do want to show some love because as LSU fans, we want to show some love to a guy who won us quite a few games. Max Johnson played well today. Now, when we play him, I hope we shut him out. Okay? And it would have benefited LSU today had Arkansas beat Texas A&M. Okay? But I'm going to be real. The last couple of weeks have not gone well for LSU when it comes to the transitive property. Okay? Florida State has not looked as good as they did versus us, really at all. And you take a look at the other Power 5 games. I don't know what Mississippi State's doing. I honestly have no idea what's happening in that game. None. Okay, maybe they're playing Alabama closely. I could look this up right here because we all have supercomputers in our hand. Uh, Alabama's blowing them out. All right, 34 to 17. Okay. Um, I Mississippi State's not that good, though. They're terrible. Um, they they lose to South Carolina. They played better though since we beat them down. Arkansas lost to BYU. Struggled with Kent State. Got blown out today by Texas A&M. So now we'll see what Ole Miss does the rest of the way. Isaiah, this 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 shit means a lot to me, man. Like it just it just does. I know it means a lot to you. I know it means a lot to those people in there. Okay. But I I will I will I will tell you this. Okay. What drives me crazy. What drives me crazy is there's something wrong with the messaging. There, there, There's something wrong, okay? Once again, the one thing I would go in there, all right? And you guys know I am a big believer in a coach being himself, 
and teaching the ways that he wants to teach. There are a lot of things that I fully agree with with Brian Kelly. A lot, okay? We have similar philosophies on fourth down, which is why it drove me crazy he did not go for it tonight. And he said in the postgame, um, let me see, I I don't think he was asked about it in the postgame. I, I, uh, I don't know, my brain's fried. Was let me see if Brian Kelly was asked about. Yeah, I remember I'm on very low sleep. Okay, so he did say it. We might have touched on this earlier. Brian Kelly said LSU didn't consider going for it on fourth to seven around midfield late in the fourth quarter. He said it was too far. That's a horrible decision. It's a horrible decision to say that it's too far. Okay, let's just do some simple logic here. Okay. You as a team have been averaging eight yards per play. Okay. Eight yards per play. So seven yards in theory is not too far. You're averaging nine uh, before that play. Okay. Now, obviously, the context of that situation. It's different because they know you have to get all the seven yards in that spot. They do. Okay. But here's the thing. The upside of you getting it is you win the game. Or you have a really good shot of winning the game. The downside of it is a lot. Okay. Let's talk about the upside of punting in that situation. All right. What is the upside of punting? Well, the only upside is field position. That's it. Okay? So, so far this year, how good have we been at pinning punts inside the five? Because really, only inside the five is where it really is a difference. H- how many? They obviously know that data. I think, I think we have one inside the, inside the five, one or two. It's not something we have truly like specialized in, not something that we've repped a, a, a ton. I know they've repped it a lot in practice, but still. So if you punt it into the end zone, the only upside you have is the 20-ish yards of field position. You're only up by two points, okay? So it's not only that your defense has not – Prevented it's it's not preventing them from scoring touchdowns. You need your defense, which is gassed. It sucked up to this point. They only have to get a field goal. Okay, that is it. But that's not the worst thing about the decision. I'm perfectly fine with doing conventional wisdom and 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 punting the football away on fourth and seven in that spot. But you took a delay of game penalty. Okay, to bleed as much clock down and punt it anyway. Why not in that exact scenario? Why don't you hard count and see if you could draw them off sides? Okay. And if they jump, do what Jaden has done better than any other quarterback. He is so good at drawing a, a defender off sides and taking a deep shot. There is no downside in that. If you're going to take the delay of game penalty anyway, you're giving yourself no upside on that decision. We were in this exact same scenario versus Arkansas last week, 
and I brought it up in the film set, and we 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 did nothing. We did nothing. Okay, how is there not anyone up there that did not tell Brian Kelly in this spot that you should do this? Now he's not the only one that made this mistake. Colorado State made this mistake versus Colorado. You've 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 got to do that. That that is. Brian Kelly is a way better college football coach. He'll know way more about football than me. This is something that makes absolutely no sense. And he is a forward-thinking coach. I would have thought he would have gone for it. Um, I would say there's a piece of me that thinks he would have gone for it, but there's a piece of me that thinks he would have at least done that. At least do that. Are you going to say man up? Okay. Imagine being a man creating a burner account named P. You're lazy enough to not even write out a name. I'm just going to go by T. And you don't even have the audacity to say the word bitch. That is the most bitch-ass thing I think I've ever seen someone do. Telling me to man up. Guess what? There's plenty of people in here who have been whining more about it than me. I will, I will, I will flame you. Flame you. I'll put you between bell peppers on a shish kebab, flame you on this thing. John, super chat. Bottom line is we're just soft as a defense. No pass interference calls means you're not physical. Number four, trucked us all night long. LSU number 15, it's lost hard for contact. LBs are slow and can't cover. I don't like using the word soft, but it checks out. There, I do feel like when I say when I say the word soft, is there a hesitation uh, when we go in to tackle someone? Are we playing defense like we're stone cold killers? Like we'll never get back to the heydays of the defense. Nobody will have defenses like 2011 LSU. Every year, there's going to be like one are two stone-cold defenses, right? We're never – it's just going to be hard for that day to come back. But honestly, like, all those defenses had guys out there who wanted to make the play. Okay? We just play so hesitant. No pass interference calls means you're not physical. Truth be told, John, this is a really good point, too. Pass interference is actually a good thing, okay? Especially when we're playing as bad as we are now, okay? Because the good thing about a pass interference penalty is if it is accepted, that means they are not scoring, okay? That it, it caps the potential explosiveness of a play, 
Number four trucked us all night long. It's another thing. Quinshaw Judkins had not had a good game up to this point this year. This was his first like really, really good game. No, no shame in that. I think he'll I think he has a chance to be the rare first round running back. He's still got two more years though. LSU number 15 has lost his heart for contact. You know, after Sage missed that fourth down stop, he did make a few nice plays, but yeah, for the most part, it's it's been a rough, rough, rough career for Sage Ryan. LBs are slow and can't cover. So this was actually going to be something a little bit more for the film study. But this was a brutal, brutal game for Greg Penn tonight. Just a tough, tough, tough game. Um, and, like, I think as a true freshman in 2021, his first real action at linebacker actually came in Oxford. And... Um, Tonight was a really tough game for Greg. And Greg had been a guy who's been one of our more solid defensive players this year. He he he's just had a had a tough go, right? I think the hardest position to play when you're playing a good play caller is linebacker. Um mainly because the motions just get to you. And Good play callers know how to manipulate that second level of the defense so good. Um, Yeah, I don't think our linebackers are slow, though. I don't. All right, we'll take uh, a few more in the next five minutes. Once again, if we super chat, we'll keep it going. Okay. Seven hundred yards of offense just happened. I still can't get over how good of a ball that was, Jaden to Chris Hilton there at the end.
Let me see this real quick. I'm looking at a all 22 shot of this. Dang, fantastic. Goodness. We do not deserve Jaden Daniels, says Kareem. It feels that Georgia or Ohio State, they would go undefeated, absolutely run the table. Yeah, I mean, there's there might be five quarterbacks better than Jaden. Um, I think right now he's definitely the best in the SEC. You know, the first half versus Arkansas wasn't great. Second half versus Florida State wasn't wasn't all that great. But let's just say Chris Hilton catches the throw. Jaden is SEC Offensive Player of the Week for the third consecutive week. And he would have been the co-offensive player of the week because Kentucky had a running back go for like 280 yards today. So... I mean, I'd, I'd probably give it to him again, to be honest. Um, that was by far Jaden's best game. By far his best game. Even better than Mississippi State. Because Mississippi State, they're really, obviously the numbers were better. You can't really have better numbers than that. But there wasn't, you know, that game was over by midway through the second quarter. This was his best game, and it's definitely up there, like, best LSU quarterback performances in a loss, right? Right up there with Matt versus Georgia. But, yeah, I mean, he's playing – Unbelievable. It is insane, but it's also not insane. Okay. So your college football team, depending on how good the season goes, Rakes in millions every year. Millions. Okay. The head coach moves the needle so much more than all the other factors and coaches in your staff. Right. Now, I'm not saying the OC, DC, and position coaches don't play a role. They obviously do. Okay. 
like last year, Brian Kelly, the ten million he received, he was underpaid, right? We far exceeded expectations, won a lot of games, got a lot of people fired up. So yeah, I mean, as crazy as that sounds, yeah, it's it's a sick amount of money. Ten million dollars is a lot of money, but I'll tell you this: Brian Kelly moves the needle a lot more at LSU than Kyrie Irving does. Kyrie Irving does for for the Mavericks. Okay, Brian Kelly makes ten million dollars a year. Kyrie Irving makes thirty five million a year. Okay, I'm using that analogy because. Well, $10 million every year for your head coach of a brand and an enterprise as big as LSU, it really isn't all that much money. It's a lot of money compared to us. It's definitely 100x my net worth. Uh, but in all actuality, it's really it's, – it's not as much at scale, right? Like, for instance, Nick Saban – has been viciously underpaid by Alabama, viciously. There is no one organization in the history of sports. Actually, I take that back. Uh, from a coach perspective, it is that. Okay. Gunter's trolling. Put him in timeout. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. All right, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and get this film study started. Uh, We'll do it again. We'll take a few more. If you haven't got your question answered, I know some of you wait. Sometimes I miss it. Go through some of the super chats. Duke. DJ, Adam, Blasi, LA Mom, Rugger, Otis, uh, James, Hitstick, JJ, Creek, Chillmonger, AM, Hitstick, Rome, Marcus, Gorilla. I'll tell you this I'm so glad I did not stay for that game. Oh, my God. Uh, General Grievous, Kareem, Britt. Actually, no, I would have liked to have seen Jaden come through. As you guys know, there's Jaden haters in every post that I do. Whether I'm criticizing him or, or, or showing him love. Josh, Jeff, Yenny, Monica, Boris, Jesse, John, Kareem. Uh, so my event yesterday, I, I really didn't do anything. So uh, Van's a big supporter of, of PHL. He was actually doing something uh, yesterday with uh, with his company, with Ryan Rosillo, and uh, was able to go, able to have dinner with them. And, you know, we get those opportunities to hang out with people that 
you know, I don't aspire to be them, but I aspire to get on their level one day. You go and you pick their brain. And um, that was a point. That was a grind. I think a lot of you, if you had the same drive and ambition that I do in sports media, you would have done the same thing. Okay. Um, it was a good time. It really was a good time. Now, um, leaving at 8 p.m. in Oxford, getting back in at 2.30, and then I got up at 6 to do a breast cancer fundraiser. Okay? Um, sucks. I, I, you know, my best friend, she, she died of breast cancer a year and a half ago. And uh, she, she was like the main reason I got into running. And... Uh, and yeah, so we honored her and it was all kinds of stuff and it, it's great. So I think we've all, uh, known someone that's been affected by breast cancer. It just, it's crazy. So they do like a huge thing and, um, they did like a 5k where they did like, they toss paint in the air. It's so cool. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, I, I always help with the event and it was ball i'm glad you asked so it was a, a lot more fun than tonight but oh did y'all hear all those sneezes or were you or 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 or, or, or were you blessing me are you still sneezing no they caught all the sneezes i now that i think about it that's like 50 sneezes in a row and and i press Presh, come here. Presh, come here, please. I'm not gonna put you on. I'm not gonna put you on. I gotta see if they're okay. I'm worried. She don't have to come on. You don't have to come. Is she okay? Yeah, baby, I can't stop sneezing. She okay? I can't stop sneezing. How many sneezes has it been? Did y'all hear that? Probably 30. It was probably like 30 in a row. I know. I, know. I can't stop. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. Babe, I'm not trying to, honey. <laughs> so our niece comes over and stays one night. And you got my wife. It's your fault. No, it's my fault. What is those, those Oreos that you're on? I'm about to do it again. You're not gonna sneeze again. Did you hear me in there, baby? No, they heard you. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was locked in on them, and I was like, "Wait, I, I think that's because I started sneezing a while." Carter, she's fine. Hey, hey, hey. She's she, obviously not. She's fine. she's 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 fine. She's feisty, all right? Because Freshie's here. Come here, baby. Are you good. Look at that. Huh? I can't. Huh? Hey, I'm, I feel like I'm any second. Are you sure you're okay? No, I, baby. You know I do like a thousand sneezes. Yeah. Did they really hear me? I'm sorry, y'all. No, I didn't mean doing. to. I can't help it. Come on, sissy. All right. What are y'all going to do? We're going to do our face mask and eat our ice cream. <laughs> Tell her to quit sneezing. I, I didn't, Carter, I didn't mean to, honey. I, I know. I know. I, I they were worried about you. They're they're like, wait, is she is she okay? No, I listen. When I was in high school, 
my best friend Alex would count how many sneezes I would do in a row. And my record was 53. So, you did 53 sneezes 53. in a row? Yeah. Yeah. Get over there, praise. No, no, no. She doesn't have to come on here. I know she's nervous. She's been on, she's been on here before. I got to get with her booking agent. Ah! Who's your agent, Sissy? Me? Hey, hey. All right. Now we'll get one. All right, y'all. I'm going to get ready to do this film study. Be a long night. All right. Well, keep it going. There you go, John. Either stop the runner pass. You have to decide what the defense is bad and live with the results. Bring all the pressure on passing down or otherwise stack the line. 700 yards of offense is atrocious. Yeah, John, they started having some success. What I would have done at halftime is I would have just um, – I, I, I would have just forced them to run. Okay. I would have forced them to run the football on us. Um, but honestly, I just need to go back and rewatch everything. Because when you're watching a game for the first time, it is so hard to analyze it film-wise because we're all fans. We're just wanting to follow the bomb, ball, cheer on the team, and so on and so on. But, yeah, you know, it's hard to keep up with everything. Yeah, Kareem, but you know what Jaden would say? Jaden is such a team guy. Like I, I, I feel bad for him, too, because, you know, that's like the biggest sign that you're going to win games is if your quarterback plays at an ungodly level, right? But Jaden, if he was sitting right here, he would say to you, Kareem. Number one, no excuses. You either win or you lose. He would say that first. But the second thing he would say is there are plenty of times the defense bailed him out when he didn't play well. And that's true. It's just true. So, you know, college football is just so weird in that so much of what you do comes down to the opponent you're playing, right? Ole Miss played unbelievably well. They really, really, really did. I mean, hell, they were up 21 to 7 on us. Okay. But here's something else that's good good for Jaden as well is he more than likely, okay. Like he, like tonight, he obviously earned himself a, a good bit of money. Like it's, it's pretty clear at this point that he's gotten way better at throwing the football. Okay. He, he's not like he, he's definitely not going to jump Caleb Williams. He's definitely not going to jump Drake May. But that's not what you want. You do not want him going number one overall. You want him going to like a stable situation. Like, for instance, perfect example. 
a quarterback who beat us pretty badly, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Okay, like he 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 hit the lottery. Okay, he got drafted by the Browns. All right, the Browns have got to play Deshaun Watson. They just do. Okay, but even though the Browns aren't a great organization, let's just say Deshaun Watson just starts stinking again. DTR is walking into one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. Okay. So obviously not the best example because he went to a bad organization, but he went to a really talented roster because he wasn't a big time pick. Right. You want to go somewhere where there's like structure. So like, I don't know, I guess a good landing spot for him would be. Well, ironically, the saints, uh, Yeah, I, honestly, that would be a good landing spot for him. Saints are obviously going to be really good this year, and um, they're not going to have a high draft pick. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, th- I think Jane would be like a second or third round pick. Mark, do we not watch the same game tonight? Not that great a QB can't think quick. I don't know what game you watch, Mark. Like, is he like a Burrow or Bryce Young level processor? No, but you know, those guys went number one overall because of that. You know, like not many people are on that level. Oh, Sean Payton, that that would kind of be a sexy fit. LSU only lost by two threes. That's funny. That's really good. All right, y'all. It is time for me to wrap this up. Okay? It is! Power. Hour. LSU. Bam! And tonight, we're doing Oreos, baby. Let's go. We're going to bounce back. I know I was angry at the beginning. We're going to bounce back. Let's win out and go to the SEC Championship game. Let's go.